0: Did you hear Hibbley Horror Stories is doing an episode all about UFOs and aliens? It'll probably stop in two weeks. You're probably right.
1: You are listening to HHS
0: UFOnly, Only, a Hibbley Horror Stories bonus episode. Hey guys, welcome to episode three of UFOly. Only.
1: Number three.
0: (laughs) Yay. All right, Tracy. So we've done some older stories. um, The last, I guess, the first couple episodes, Mm -hmm. I should say. And this one's a little bit newer, but it's still kind of old, comparatively speaking. It goes to May 26, 1995. So when you think about it, it... When you say 1995, it doesn't seem like it's that long yeah, ago. Yeah, but but until for real. you start adding it up, oh, and you realize oh yeah, it's
1: like way far away.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. It was approximately 10 p.m., and I'm going to tell you ahead of time that I don't have all of the details because most of this information was obtained from a Freedom of Information Act, and the feds deleted the names of all the air traffic controllers and the flight crew from this actual report.
1: Dang.
0: So we don't have access to that.
1: Well, I mean, I guess.
0: And in fairness, I made it sound like that I actually ordered the Freedom of Information, which obviously (laughs) I did not. (laughs) All right. So American West Airlines Flight 564 was cruising over New Mexico. And much like in the the stories, one of the stories that we did last week, they were trying to skirt some thunderstorms And uh, they were a little bit off their normal path to try to avoid the storms. The plane was flying at approximately 39,000 feet. The pilot caught a glimpse of something. Wasn't exactly sure what it was, but he said it was a strange object in the sky above what the pilot believes was Tucumcari, New Mexico. Now, Tucumcari is a, and if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I apologize, but it's a small town of about 6,800 people, 200 miles east of Albuquerque.
1: Okay.
0: I'm pretty sure I pronounced that right. Yeah. Albuquerque. I think you did. You and get an 80, A. Plus. Thank you. Okay. And it's 80 miles north of Cannon Air Force Base. So the pilots studied this object for a while. And then they decided to call the Albuquerque Air Route Traffic Control Center. They figured that this would be their best bet to find out what it might possibly be that they were staring at. Using their designated call sign of Cactus 564, they reported what they saw. The controller asked the pilot to describe what it was exactly that they were staring at. And these pilots weren't exactly sure that they wanted to broadcast whatever it was that they were seeing across for the whole world to listen to. So therefore they hesitated for several seconds. Mm -hmm. Then they transmitted the following. They were watching an object off the right wing of almost 10,000 feet below their 747. The object was illuminated against the black clouds of the passing thunderstorm. By some lightning strikes.
1: Ooh, I that was so cool, though.
0: So, they can look out. Occasionally, there would be a flash of lightning. And when the flash of lightning was there, mm-hmm. they, so could they could see they
1: could see it. the object, yeah.
0: It appeared to have a blinking strobe light turning counterclockwise.
1: Okay.
0: It was shaped like a cigar and about three to 400 feet long. So, the the air traffic controller informed the pilots that... There was nothing showing up on the radar other than their plane. See, this is a common knowledge. Whatever these things are, they figured out a way to not show up on radar. I
1: mean, that's so crazy that they can do that.
0: Well, I mean, We got planes that can do The stealth doesn't show up on them. The stealth bomber doesn't show up on, on radar. So it's they found a way to mask whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly 100% sure how radar works, but I think radar uh, basically picks up on metal. And somehow I think With, like, the stealth, it finds a way to to hide the metal.
1: Oh, like a a, coating or something? Something like
0: that. And I could be... I think they have uh, panels on it or something. But I could be completely wrong on on what I'm saying. But I think that's how radar picks up Mm -hmm. stuff. All right. So, obviously, they said it's not showing up on radar. But their plane is showing up on radar. So, there's two things there, but only one's showing up. They also had no clue what the aircraft would be because... They had checked around with other air traffic controllers in the area and there was no other plane supposedly up in that air because they, I guess, can share each other's flight plans to see, you know, what's going on. So they asked the air traffic controller to see if if there might be a military aircraft in the area. And they said, well, if there is, it's not showing up because we would have had a schedule of it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they give them the flight yeah. plans without letting everybody else know so mm-hmm. they would know.
1: Well, yeah, I think you would have to do you're that. You're going
0: to be in right in the path of another plane, yeah. so might be a good idea. So, the controller then called Fort Worth Center to see if they had anything. And they said, no, we have no objects on the radar, so they called Cannon Air Force Base. Well, as you can imagine, Cannon tells them, no, we, we don't have Anything up in the air, but then they were very curious about
1: what was in the air. What was in the air? Yeah.
0: So the air traffic uh, controller from Albuquerque nervously explained that there was a pilot that was looking at an aircraft and said, "Then he he, t- he said that to the uh, people at the Air Force Base, and that's not good." <laughs> <laughs> and then the Cannon Air Force Base said, "What does that mean?" And the controllers said, it's a UFO or something. It's like that Roswell stuff again. So, Cannon Air Force Base says that they haven't seen anything like what was being described to them in, in any of their stuff that they had done. So, Albuquerque radioed American West, and they informed them that the Cannon Air Force Base had no weather balloons, no planes, or any aircraft in that area. So, no one had any idea what they were looking at. Well, by this time, the object was no longer in sight, and it might have just been still there, but possibly hidden by the clouds. But the pilots commented that in all of the, the pilots and the co pilots' combined years of flying, they had never seen anything like this. So, they were surprised that no one could identify the cigar shaped object. Mm-hmm. They just assumed somebody would have known.
1: Somebody would have known, yeah.
0: So at this point, the sightings, at least for the pilots, was over. They're, they're out of the way. They're not seen anymore. But the air traffic controller was still very concerned. He couldn't believe that their pilots, with all of their experience, had never seen any, anything like this. So he called the nearby NORAD installation, which is another military thing, N-O-R-A-D. He told them that two pilots had just seen a 400-foot cigar-shaped object that was not on radar flying at 30,000 feet. And he said he told them if this was straight out of the X Files. <laughs> this guy was pretty excitable. He asked if they had any idea what it was. NORAD said that they knew of no object out there but would monitor the area in great detail. Apparently, Cannon Air Force Base, NORAD, and Holloman Air Force Base were all interested in the object but no known follow-up had ever been done, leaving the pilots and the air traffic controller at a loss and still wondering what the craft was that they saw that night. You can't tell me follow-up's not being done. They're just not reporting back well, then, to people. Of course not. Follow-up.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. I have some, what, just let it be. Let it out. Let us all know.
0: Well, I mean, now they're probably going to have to. They'll end up declassifying all these things, and, the, and they'll all be out there. But, I mean, it's obvious. I mean... You're not going to have two pilots sit there and call in and saying we're seeing something with a flashing light on top mm-hmm. cigar shaped and so many of these UFO stories describe whatever they're looking at as cigar shaped I know I mean they're not all wrong
1: but you know just
0: you see you see three things commonly with the shapes you you see the cigar shape you see just a rounded disc like people think of mm-hmm. you know a sphere and you hear triangular. Mm-hmm. Those are the three that you hear over and over and over and over again. So,
1: Well, <laughs> just the way things are today in this world, I don't even think the, that would even be a big shocker.
0: I think that's what it is. I think there's just so much going on that people just aren't fazed by it anymore.
1: That's exactly right. I that's why like, I'm saying. Just show yourselves. I mean,
0: like when the um, when the government said they were going to release the UFO news here back in June... About what they'd seen. And they start releasing all these stories of, you know, all oh, this. Was, yeah, this was actually filmed from, mm-hmm. and you know, a Navy or the Air Force. You know, 10 years ago, that would have been the biggest, it would have been the biggest news on television. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have seen, you know, anything other than that on TV. Now it's just like one, it was like buried because there were so many other things mm-hmm. going on. So, yeah, we definitely live in a different world now than yeah, we did 10 years we ago. We sure do. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. We'll we talk love to you y'all. next week.